Hello and welcome to MindQuest. I am your host, Miquel Morales, and this is Mission Control Center. Hello and welcome back to Mission Control Center, your one-stop shop for IT careers and recruitment advice. Maxence Azusa-de-Ros is a data scientist specializing in AI and natural language processing at French consulting firm Axis Consultants. This week we're chatting with him to learn how he went from studying economics and econometrics to embracing data science, as well as why he's now thinking of pursuing a PhD in automatic speech recognition. Quick reminder that this podcast will be now released every two weeks, but no need to panic. You can always visit mindquest.io slash blog to access all our newly published resources for IT pros. But without further ado, let's welcome Maxence. Hi, Maxence. Welcome to Mission Control Center, and thank you so much for being here with us today, sharing your story. Your background is in economics. How did you end up working as a data scientist? I came into economics and econometrics because I wanted to be an economist when I was younger. On the end of my graduate education, I discovered in data science. I got some uh, short lessons in data science at the end of my graduate education. And so on the last year of my studies, I decided to change my plans and to move to data science. So that's why I started with, econom- with an economy background and I end with a data scientist job. What did the shift to data science require of you? How was the process? It requires coding. Now in economics, we didn't so much study code, so so I learned coding. But uh, the transition was kind of easy because I had the mathematical and statistical background that we have in economics, and, and, and specifically in econometrics, because econometrics is the domain of statistics in economics. And the transition to data science and traditional machine learning tools uh, was kind of easy because it is the same mathematical tools, it is the same statistical tools, so this was kind of easy. What was the most challenging part then? To work with real data. You can find open source data, you know, that are very clean, very uh, nice to use, very nice for study something. But when you're working with real world data, sometimes it can be very complicated. So how did you actually manage to get from your economic studies to your current position as a data scientist? I got a very good friend that found a job. Uh, in a consulting company in northern France, and uh, he knew that I was looking for an internship. So he called me Max, you know, I have a, an opportunity for an internship as data analyst. I think it could be a, a nice first step for you. I started at the Jamber Commercial Project, so little internship for my studies. Then I turned my studies, I went for an internship for data analyst, and then I found a data scientist job in consulting industry. What's a typical day like in your role as a data scientist? The, the days were very different because we're always making different things. But in general, the data scientist job is 70% you work with data, 30% is about modelization, if I can say. Now I would say uh, 70, 20, maybe 10% for industrialization. That's something we have to consider it. What's the hardest part of working with data these days? It's about the information you can have about the data. I was working with a big um, French banking group. We didn't have all the documentation about the data. Documentation is a very important aspect because uh, you can have the data, but if you don't know what corresponds to how to work with it, this was a big problem because we were sometimes working with data that we didn't completely understand, so we didn't really understand what we were doing. In many big companies, the data team don't have a very good IT culture, you know, they don't have this developer culture to create documentation about the code, about the information they have in their projects. But in data team, 
this is not so much the case. This is why in many companies, in many uh, data uh, teams, data services, uh, sometimes the uh, documentation is not good, and that's what makes the project sometimes hard to, uh, to live. Where do you see data science and AI five years from now? We will see uh, the first application, industrial application of quantum computing in AI. Of course, 5G is going to change many, many things. No, we will have a super connected uh, houses, apartments. So maybe we will have new projects for AI. And where AI is going, cell phones are becoming more powerful every year. So I would not be surprised to have technologies that in AI we couldn't make on phones that now we will be able to do in some years. For example, automatic speech recognition needs a lot of resources. It's a big challenge. A big part of research now in automatic speech recognition is about reduction of parameters in models. You have less needs in resources for, for automatic speech recognition. And now uh, I, th- I would not be surprised to have in the years coming some kind of automatic speech recognition technology working on, on smartphone, for, for instance. You have decided to quit your job and pursue a PhD. Why is that? In my current job, I discovered what it was to work on a research and development projects. It was the first time I was working on a such ambitious project and I found it very interesting. And I, I really became aware of the difference of understanding between a simple skilled data scientist and a scientist, you know, PhD people. I met people with PhD uh, working on the same project like me and uh, it was absolutely not the same level of understanding. And um, I think this is one of the reasons why I want to go ahead with a PhD program because I want to to reach another level. And uh, the other reason is that uh, I always been interested by the research. Uh, university research system. So yes, it's a little dream, all dreams that I have. So I think uh, it could be nice to me to re- realize it soon. So I recently started to uh, to check a university for, for that. So so yes, yes, I'm looking for a, a PhD program in around automatic speech recognition. It's a big area. Thank you, Maxence. Best of luck and until next time. And that's all for this episode. Make sure to follow us on social media, we're on LinkedIn at MindQuest Talent, and on Twitter at MindQuesting. Thank you for listening, and until next time.